coming up, the power of the Jewish woman. Welcome, everybody, to At Home in Jerusalem, the podcast on H.com. I'm Heather Dean, and this is the place where each week a well-known scholar drops by for a visit and shares important insights from the Torah that will make home life better. And this week, I'm joined by my guest, Dina Coopersmith, at the worldwide headquarters of Asia Torah in Jerusalem, Israel, and we will be talking about the power of the Jewish woman. Dina has been working in the field of Jewish education for the past 26 years, and she's taught classes on a wide variety of subjects at a number of schools in the Jerusalem area, including Midrashat Rachel, Chappelle's College for Women, Be'er Miriam, and Jewessence. And she writes articles for H.com and is the editor for the Hebrew website H.co.il. And if all that doesn't keep this married mother of five busy enough, Dina also organizes and leads trips for women called Women's Reconnection Trips. And for more information, just visit her website, which is www.womensreconnectiontrips.com. Welcome back to At Home in Jerusalem, Dina Coopersmith. Hi, Heather. Well, in popular culture, the Jewish woman isn't necessarily a popular person. We roll our eyes when we think of the Jewish princess, right? Or we tell each other Jewish mother jokes. So what comes to mind when you think the Jewish woman? Mm, I think very differently. <laughs> um, I think of a person who is uh, deeply insightful. There's something in the Gemara that says that a woman has bina yitera, an extra measure of understanding. Bina means understanding, but it really is relating to the idea of seeing beyond the facts. Mm-hmm. So when you, you know, you have knowledge and you have seeing things, but you, when you have understanding, it is something that is deeper. It's mm-hmm. beyond the facts and the figures and it's beyond the here and now. It's long-term. It's the ability to see things that are not right in front of your face mm-hmm. uh, and the ability to influence. That's a major major idea Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm, comes up. mm -hmm. Women seem to have insight also into other people and therefore they know how to speak to them in the way that is most effective Mm -hmm, and efficient. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So there are so many examples in our history, modern day, but also in our history. So who are some of the examples that come to mind for you when you think of... Yeah, so I automatically think about Sarah and Avraham when you talk about, first of all, she's the first matriarch, the first Jewish woman, so I would go there automatically and I would think that when they were dealing with their son Yishmael, okay, it says in the Torah that uh, Avraham really did not want to get rid of Yishmael. Yishmael, if you remember, was born from Hagar, which is was like a handmaid or a, a surrogate white, like a surrogate, a surrogate mom. mom. Yeah, okay. that initially uh, Sarah really thought was a good idea. Let's have this kid with this woman because I can't seem to have any children. And uh, and Yishmael was born from the surrogate mother named Hagar. And eventually he really wasn't behaving properly at all. And she also had a child. And then it seems that there is a discrepancy or a, a dis- disagreement between the two of them. And Sarah says, you need to get rid of this uh, handmaid and her son, Yishmael. And Avraham says he's really not happy about it. It says that he was not pleased. And then God had to come down and say, 
please, everything that Sarah says to you, listen to her voice. I always tell anybody, their name is Sarah. They should put that up on a, a magnet on their fridge and their husband should always look at it. Everything that Sarah says to you, listen to her voice. Now, the, re- the reason is that automatically we might think, oh, Sarah, it's not her kid, you know? So maybe she's a, like an evil stepmother or she's not really, you know, she doesn't really care about this kid. So the Torah has to say, God has to say, no, I mm. agree with her. She is saying the right thing. And if you look into the Midrash, there's a really basically a disagreement between the two of them regarding the behavior of this child and how it will affect the family. And the Midrash tells us that Avraham was thinking like, how can we get rid of her with her son if the whole, like we just brought her into our home, we made her into a lady, what will the neighbors say of us? Mm -hmm. This is not going to work well for my reputation. And I'm trying to develop a nation here, a mission, monotheism. Like I have a lot at stake and everybody's going to say that I'm a mean person who brings somebody in and then kicks her out Mm -hmm. when we're done with her. Mm -hmm. And Sarah said, well, yeah, but his behavior is going to influence our other son, Yitzchak. And in the end of the day, what's our mission for, if not to have the Jewish nation? Mm-hmm. We won't even have a nation mm-hmm. if this ends up developing in this way, mm-hmm. and he will influence our other son. Mm-hmm. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that what she was able to see is the long-term effects right, of this child's picture. behavior. Mm-hmm. And the big picture, exactly. Versus Abraham, he's like, the people around me right now, mm-hmm. right here, mm-hmm. the facts that I see on the ground is that people will say that I'm rude and I'm not nice, and that's going to be a bad mm-hmm. reputation for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Another really amazing one that I love is Miriam. Mm-hmm. Do you know about Miriam? Miriam is Moshe's sister, and she uh, was in a time period where before Moshe was born, it was a very terrible Terrible time Very period, dark. Mm-hmm. right? What was going on? The what was the slavery worst? in Egypt and men were leaving their wives, Jewish men right. were leaving their wives. Why were they yeah. leaving their wives though? This is the cool aspect. Why were they leaving their wives? What was happening? What was Pharaoh doing in, in Egypt? He was destroying their children. Their yes, boys. he was mm-hmm. throwing the baby boys mm-hmm. into the Nile River, right? So Miriam's dad, Amram, okay, said, this is really crazy. He was the greatest man of the generation. And he said, listen, this is not a good idea. I think we should just get divorced. I guess there was not any good form of birth control back then. But basically, the only way to not have children seemed to be, let's leave our wives. And since he's the greatest man of the generation, everybody was leaving their mm-hmm. wives. It was crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Miriam at the time, who was how old, you know? A she little girl. Very, yeah, seven. Sure. Mm-hmm. She goes over to her dad and she's like, dad, you're idea, your opinion is completely wrong for three reasons. Mm. A, you are worse than Paro because Paro only wants to kill the boys and you're basically not allowing even girls to be born. Secondly, Paro is only killing the babies in this world. You're killing the babies in the next world also. What does that mean? Like he's preventing children from being born. Mm. So if a child is born in this world and then dies, God forbid, you know, or even a miscarriage, that baby has an eternal life in mm-hmm. the next world, mm-hmm. you know? Whereas if you don't even choose to bring that child into the world, the child has no next world either. Mm-hmm. And thirdly, dad, you are thinking so short term. Who's to say this will last for much longer? You know, Pharaoh is just a bad person. He might die. He might, this all might end. Whereas you, you are a good person. You're a tzaddik. If you say something like this, that you basically don't want the Jewish nation to continue, God is going to listen to you. Mm-hmm. Now, the best thing that ever happened is that Amram turned around and said, you know what? You're right. And he turned around, married his wife again. All the Jewish men married their wives again. So really, to her credit, 
is not only the birth of Moshe, which happened seven months later, right after Amram reunited with his wife, Mm -hmm. but also the entire Jewish people continued because of her insight and her ability to confront her father and not be afraid mm-hmm. and to, to figure out how to approach him. She's like, oh, my dad's a really logical person. He's very smart. And I need to approach him in the way that he needs to hear it, which is A, B, C. Like, you know, those guys that you can't really speak to in any way. Like you can't call them up and say, listen, I've been thinking, I really feel this mm-hmm. way and that way. No, Cut just send chest. me yeah. a proposal, A, B, C. <laughs> just send me an email, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's how they need to be spoken to. And that's how she felt she needed to speak to her father. And she did an amazing job. Terrific. So let's bring this to the modern age and modern Jewish women also. There's so many examples of where modern Jewish women have also resisted the temptation to give in to despair and just seeing beyond the surface and that God will help, that there's a grand plan God has. Yeah. So I would just say that really that is up to all of us to take that ability to not only have that insight that God gave you, right? You've got that insight. We tend to see things long-term. We tend to worry about the ramifications of things that are going to happen who knows when, right? We tend to see beyond the facts. We see right away, oh, this does not mean A, B, and C. It means X, Y, and Z because that's what's going to happen as a result. We do tend to think that. But not only that, use our insight to influence. That is crucial. Mm -hmm. And if women really appreciate themselves and understand that they do know, Mm -hmm. they can see beyond the facts and figures to a greater reality. Mm -hmm. They have hope when men sometimes lose hope and they despair. Women can see beyond and see that it will be okay. And they have the ability to influence. So if we can just make sure that we not be afraid to confront the men in our lives, our fathers, our sons, our husbands, if we can just make that difference by taking our vision and insight and using it to affect Jewish destiny. Wow, amazing insights about the power of the Jewish woman, Dina Coopersmith. Thanks so much. My pleasure. Thank you. And there are also many articles that are so excellent by Dina Coopersmith on H.com. When you search the word women on H.com, you'll find a wide variety of articles and resources about women in the Bible, the workplace, and elsewhere. There's a lot to check out. And thanks for listening. Mm